You uh, wanted to see me, Zach? Corelli, we got a situation here. Oh, what, what's up? Well, I've been giving this a lot of thought, and this web slinger is all over the place. He's not just in movies. He's in cartoons, comics, coloring books. I want to talk about all of it. So what what are you what are you saying exactly? Get me more podcasts of Spider-Man. More? We already released Spider-Man Minute five times a week. You don't think that's enough? There's seven days in a week, Corelli. Where's my Sunday Gazette, my Saturday edition? Uh, Weekend Bugle? Oh, I like that. But what if we called it The Weekend Bugle? Yeah, The Weekend Bugle, sure. Oh, and another thing. How do we start monetizing this stuff? I want a quarter every time somebody listens. Well, why don't we put The Weekend Bugle on Patreon? Patreon? Yeah, our listeners can go to duelinggenre.com slash support, become a patron for $5 a month, and gain access to The Weekend Bugle and all the other bonus podcasts we put on Patreon. Fantastic idea, Corelli. Glad I thought of it. They don't want us to be famous. Patreon will make us infamous. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man one silent but deadly minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. What? I'm Zach Luna. <laughs> and uh, this is Stan Lee. Stan, cool. Welcome. Is it really Stan? Oh, good, good to have you, Stan. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's great I to be here. I thought we'd have to wait like another movie or two to get you no, on No, 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 it's but, fine. Uh, Got you right in the wall. <laughs> Who's your guest, Stan? Who who'd you bring with you? Uh, 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 this this gentleman over here is uh, yeah. Hi, it's me, Phil. Jacob. Hi, it's me, Jake, and we're from the Matrix Minute. If yes, that's the last right. I episode, forgot to You would obviously know that, and we're here hanging out with Zach and Scott. Excelsior! Oh, Excelsior! <laughs> ah, thanks for coming, guys. Happy Again, to thank you for having us. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, today we are talking about Minute One Ten, which starts with. Uh, Norman asking Peter to be a son to him now. Yeah. Uh, yes, and indeed. ends with Peter uh, just, you know, running an errand and dropping something <laughs> off at the Osborne household. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just, you know, everyday errands. Yeah. It's just running, just running something by, yeah. just dropping yeah, just, it off. Yeah. 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 Just a little, little package. Exactly. He's got. Yeah. 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 It's important. <laughs> so sad. It's dark and sad, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, well, so, this is a very important minute here. This is a game-changing minute. In fact, I am impressed and honored that I'm part of this this momentous occasion in the Spider-Man oh, yes. Minute podcast. Oh, Thank you. This is a huge one. I mean, I, I'd venture to say that, like, emotionally at least, this is the climax of the film. Yeah. Like, this is, you know, story. Definitely. Yeah. We've, we've made it. Here it is. Minute 110. 
It's the climax of the plot. Of the plot. I don't know, it, it, it's of, not, not of the, the climax of the emotional arcs yet. Y- uh, yeah. Um, I, I just be... realized, yeah, you're right. I was just thinking, yeah, graveyard at the end, but what else happens? I forget. Mm. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but like yeah. On, a, on a pure like plot level, this is like, you know, it's not the, the biggest thing that happens, which is probably bridge stuff, but this is the... But it's know, definitely the end of every thing. Everything coming together. Yeah, everything coming together. Yeah. 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 For sure. And here we have it. Um, be like a uh, son to me. Be a son. To me. <laughs> so, what can you say about this minute? What can we say? Well, the Matrix, <laughs> bullet <laughs> time, <laughs> spider sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's it's true. happening. It's One last time. Just a little bit of bullet time yeah. this episode. Which is which yeah is makes a comeback um, definitely. Well, mm-hmm. let's talk about the glider. You know, that was a hot topic last episode. We can complete that. Yeah, I mean, we have the chance to talk about the, the glider today. Its actual final use, yes. um, which is right. appalling uh, and all that. I, I, so <laughs> Imp- appalling and impaling. Yes. Oh, <laughs> nice. Uh, we'll call it the Impala. Um, yes, let's it, do it. That was the code name. Actually, <laughs> copyright. For the, while they're in production, it's the Impala yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess we can get into like the you know emotional stuff. The, the the deeper conversation there, but I just want to talk about the like ridiculousness of this mode on the glider in in okay. a, in that it returns to its owner <laughs> with the blades deployed and at full ramming speed. There's well, no no, that's another button. He's that's another button. Okay, he's manipulating it. Yeah, like, that's what I was ex- hoping. It, yeah, someone okay. would say. Yeah, because okay. he's got he's got his. Uh, he's got his arms, like, he's got his hand, like, on his arm, on his gauntlet again, like, off camera. Like, you can tell by the way he's, like, holding his arm, yeah. his shoulders, that he's pushing other buttons. So he's okay. got a, he's got a deploy, uh, what, what did you call, um... What it, was it you that that taught us on Back to the Future what that thing on the train is called? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I've already forgotten, though. The the cow something. The cow pusher? The what cow something. Yeah, cow. Yeah, the cow, the cow cattle pusher. pusher cattle yeah, pusher. yeah, yeah. I um, looked it up for the for that episode, the pocket. Yeah, like it's a uh, the the device, the the pilot on the front of the the locomotive that deflects obstacles. You know, the, the oh, yeah? cow catcher. Oh, is that what it is? Cow, oh, cow, yeah, cow catcher. catcher. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So this yeah. is the analogous the, yeah. uh, part of the glider. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the spider catcher. Yeah, the spider um, catcher. The spider catcher. <laughs> oh. I what I want to know though is. That thing is going at such a remarkable speed. Even if it had hit Peter, wouldn't it have just went through Peter oh, and man. then pushed him into Norman, that and then they just they just die in a loving embrace <laughs> okay. while way pinned too to the far wall with it? Yeah, that would be like you know an artistic, you know, sort of like. Uh, but then again, maybe the European goblin is film. that insane that he probably that would that isn't off the cards for him. Maybe, maybe not. No, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, he's yeah. he's quite off the chain. All I know it? is that. Where exactly that impaled him looks so painful. Oh yeah. So. Uh-huh. Oh god. Oh yeah. my goodness. But before that, we have yeah. to mention what? the amazing insert cut of him going. Oh. He goes. <laughs> 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 it's. Oh. It is. I. I just. I love in this movie when Sam Raimi chooses to be like just his full yeah. self. Yes. Like his full Absolutely. Self. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I loved it so much that um, me and Jake have a history of when we were kids, we used to make so many movies together and with mm. our friends. Mm-hmm. And um, we definitely 
copied this moment where in <laughs> one of our films, like someone points a gun at someone else because after he got wounded and stuff and he, you know, comes back to the to the bad guy and the bad guy just goes like zooms in. Oh, and he just gets shot. <laughs> of course. So there you oh, go. Oh, it's so good. Well, it's, it's, it's yeah. Go ahead. It's just the right amount of funny and alarming at the same time. Like, I think the hit lands harder because we break up the momentum for a second. Like, uh-huh. we have this little human moment of, like, Norman Norman yes, being yes. there. Like, oh, this yeah. is, yeah, that's a decision I just made. And then, and it's sort of a callback to when they put the, the strip of metal over him in the lab. And he's yes. like, oh, it's, it's cold. the metal's cold. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's. Cold. it's- those oh, like those like we connect yeah to those there. little details those are so wonderful and especially how um this is not out of place mm-hmm. in this sort of an important like uh you know terrible scene and it's like mm. you can still have mm-hmm. a little bit of humor in there if you know how to put it in properly and i think that's right. wonderful to 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 be able to see um uh this sort of uh, juxtaposition of yeah. uh, right. of emotions that you can get with I, this. I feel I feel like so few people would have thought to do that. Like it's one of those yeah. things that feels like, oh, what such a great idea, you know, in the rear view mirror when we're looking back at it now. But like on the I I would have to assume nine out of it's, ten directors would just direct this for the the impact. You and, know? And, mm-hmm. and and right. I, well it's it's the it's it's the it's it's the it's an artistic choice. Like yeah. it's the kind of thing that you can't really explain. Yeah. You just shoot the coverage for it and then and just tell everyone to trust you. And then in the edit and you you make it happen absolutely. and then everyone goes, oh, yeah. And I bet there were some arguments with the studio about that. Mm-hmm. Have to be. Yeah, there have to be. It is. This yeah. is just too Because it's a little it's abstract. It's audacious. It, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's it's abstract because it's not actually happening. It's. It's what's in his yes. head. It's his emotional yeah. place of, oh, I just bit myself in the ass, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what that moment is. Yeah. And you can't actually have that moment for that long in the reality of what's happening. No, right. The but amount of time it would take the him reality to say it, out of it. Yeah. 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 It doesn't work. But, you know, but it works right. yeah, it's perfectly like, in watching. It's like, yeah, when you, like, especially like if something really shocking happens to you and you fall over something, it's like, your entire body is on overdrive and then things appear to be taking a yeah. lot longer than they actually My do. take, mm-hmm. for instance, for that little O part was always that it, it kind of like, it takes you out of the emotional scene for just a split second and reminds you that you're watching sort of a comic film, something that's, you know, sure. I don't know, Maybe. that's how I always like uh, sort of read it. And, uh, and then you remember, remember like, oh yeah, this is like a fun movie. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not saying this is a fun like scene, but I'm saying that it reminds you <laughs> yeah. of the overall feeling of the film. Right. And so you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And it takes yeah. you back into the, actual emotional part yeah i mean i think it also it reminds me of um you know it's that it's it's something that we talk about a lot where it's not it's not technically true but it's an emotionally true moment and it reminds Mm -hmm. me of when you are in a car accident Mm -hmm. and you know the split second before it happens that it's about to happen yeah and you're like, oh oh, no (laughs) and then (laughs) and then smash you know yeah and and you just you know and that's what this is it's like oh i'm about to die um, oh <laughs> like, yeah just uh, like, and it stabs oh. him yeah. in a in a painful area very painful area yeah uh-huh. they didn't go with the, the stomach like in right? the 
Yeah, in the comic, it's like right in the chest. Right. And, oh. right. and then you would think, okay, if we're not going to do that, maybe we'll go in the stomach. But it's like right lower, yeah. in your, your lower like abdomen, your weight, like where you know it's all up in his guts, yeah. Yeah. but it's exactly. not like through his heart. So he's like bleeding out internally. Ah. It's just, oof. Oh, it's I mean, bad. I'm surprised he too, it's like talk, you know. That, <laughs> yeah, we can't. It's funny, like, how watching uh, directors like Sam Raimi or like Peter Jackson, who uh, started out in very, like, hard R, like, gore fests, like, watching how they adapt to the restrictions of, um, you know, PG and PG-13 uh, movie making is interesting to me in, like, how you work around issues. Like, you can't really show super bloody impacts and dismemberment uh, in, right. in a, a picture like mm-hmm. this. You can't. But we can show the blades slamming through the other side of the wall, <laughs> right. which yeah. is right. horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Horrifying. Less yeah. is more. All the implications in your brain, you just don't see it. Yep. Uh, right. Actually ha- oh, Suggest true. it. Suggest it, Suggest and it's it. going to yeah. have the same impact, even, or even yeah. more. Right. Or like we can't show him bleeding out of his gut, but we can show the blood in his teeth. Right. right. Even still, it's like, oh man. Oh. I also, I, you, I, you know, I want to, I want to just backtrack a little bit because mm. one of my favorite parts of of this performance uh, that Willem Dafoe gives here mm-hmm. is even before the O. It's when he he sort of switches <gasps> gears and yes. does the Godspeed Spider Man. <sighs> Uh, but but what's interesting about that is um, before we get to actually what happens on the page in the screenplay, uh, when he says when Peter says I have a father his name was Ben oh, Parker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Os- Osborne actually starts cackling, mm. huh? Whoa! And and just like looks insane, and then and then finally like stops and just says godspeed spider-man and then that's when the thing happens but it's like it's through like laughter so they Hmm. they changed it from the shooting draft to this and what i like about this is it fits more in line with the norman that we've gotten to know the norman goblin that we've gotten to know over all this time because he's Mm -hmm. not a big yeah he's not a big he's really not a big laugher not really Mm -hmm. yeah um, but he has, like, he has to some himself laughter. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah, yeah. He has some amazing laughs, but it's it doesn't it doesn't happen a lot. And so, I think Willem Dafoe made this other choice of making it just be like, yeah, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening to anything you said. Godspeed, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> or well, what yeah. it, what it felt like to me was that he was actually he felt maybe a little betrayed, maybe a little jealous, maybe a little upset that that Peter Parker didn't um, accept his. Uh, Fathership. proposal yeah look what oh I've sure done to you. yeah and then it's just like the the scene in the office where it's like you know how much i sacrificed and um <laughs> yeah and then <laughs> and so point. he's like out you know like you're out norman am i and then here it is like godspeed spider-man yeah i always thought just... that like for that for that moment eliminated where, for peter's time for peter's mini speech i always thought that for a, mor- for a moment norman realizes everything like the the weight of everything but then after that he snaps back into the goblin right that's what i was thought can yeah. we just talk real they do sorry the, well i was just gonna say they do the like the eyelid thing where it's almost like he's only half fully there like he makes one of his eyelids oh yeah, and, yeah yeah you know yeah. like right. the the goblin finally just punches through and takes control of the voice and here we go mm-hmm. you know, yeah God speeds mm. it's it's the right type of like silly and scary yeah it's perfect um, it's so perfect for this movie yeah. Um, what I just wanted to say is I just wanted to mention that uh, that underscore that's going on when 
<laughs> when uh, Peter goes, I had a father. Uh, what was it like? I had a father. His name was Ben Parker. And you have this. Yeah. You have this little mm-hmm. fanfare. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and it's just it there is. for one for that whole shot. And I think it can't be. But I think that's what makes the it wonderful. Work. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, like I, I was almost kind of like saving, you know, getting too gushy about that line until you know we could talk about well, glider stuff. Yeah, but it's a wonderful I, line, though. It's a wonderful line. It's a wonderful mm-hmm. line, and I think it's it's an important and powerful sentiment, uh, and a thing that I think is like core to the appeal of Peter Parker as a character mm-hmm. to me, and that I miss in in certain other adaptations, like this idea yeah. that. Your adoptive family is just as valid and important as your biological ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know you, mm-hmm. whether you're an orphan or you know whether you are have been adopted or whether you had to create your own family unit. Um, that that family is just as valid. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a father. His name is Ben Parker. And Absolutely, I love that. and so that's that's why I tend to take issue with any story that focuses too much on Peter's quote unquote real father, Richard. Yeah, right. exactly, uh, because. Ben's real. Yeah. Exactly. Ben is a real father. Yeah. And I also love mm-hmm. that this moment concludes sort of like um sets in stone Peter's relationship with Ben because remember mm-hmm. earlier in the film especially when he gets picked uh, dropped off the library remember that he's sort of like saying hey you're not my dad you know and that was yeah. sort of yeah. the the oh, worst I'm not your father. part stop yeah. trying to be. Exactly. And I feel like um Peter at this point finally sort of announces you know that like yeah that was his he dad was. you know like regardless like you said of biological uh stuff that was his actual oh, dad i'm sorry not to um uh go a little uh you know segue a little far okay. farther off in the beaten path but mm-hmm. i just wanted to ask do, <laughs> does any of you know who i was wondering this who um is biologically related to um like peter oh yeah is yeah, it yeah. aunt may or is it is it ben it's ben right? it's ben, ben. Yeah. yeah all right mm-hmm. Finally, I know. Ben's Richard's father. Uh, Richard's brother. Brother's All right, thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Richard, Richard Parker's uncle. brother. Yeah. yeah. Right. Richard's brother is named Ben. They're both named Parker. Yeah, Parker. That's where the name comes from. Yeah. Oh, right, uh, man. I'm stupid. Okay. Go on. Carry on. Carry on. I also find the tenses interesting. Um, because he says, I have a father. Ah. His name was Ben Parker. Well, he had to say mm-hmm. that so the goblin would, you know, get the hint. What do you yeah. mean? Like, be, be a yeah. son to me. And he's like, I have a father. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, felt, that's like, I felt like that might have been the thing. It's the most generous way he can phrase yeah. it. Uh, you know, if if the the last thing he ever said to Ben is like the the least generous yes. thing he's ever said to him this is like the the most generous way he can phrase it like yeah, not I only like that, yeah. not only was Ben my father but he's still my father mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know yeah. uh, mm-hmm. it, you can't replace him and no one can absolutely uh, well yeah. cuz the realization is present tense i guess yes um, yeah exactly and then but then he's saying is his name was Ben Parker cuz he's not alive anymore so yeah mm-hmm. i guess that checks absolutely. out absolutely um that's great but so you get stabbed <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, here yeah. we have And I do I do I do like the music and I I like that it's it's very subtle cuz it's 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 not a big crescendo. It's this really super subtle thing that's sort of mixed in with the rest of the music that's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um it's really interesting. It's I good. love Peter's uh, uh Spider-Man's um position there. He's just uh, crouching. It's a, it's a wonderful Oh yeah, 
pose. Oh, oh, Spider-Man after he does movie. the flip. Yeah. When he lands? After yeah. He, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put that down. I, I, I actually think um, perched battle damage Peter is kind of like an iconic look yeah. from this movie. It's a great sideshow uh, toys collectible. <laughs> for sure. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. It yeah. is. You can see them drafting up the maquette right <laughs> as they're watching it. They're like, yeah, oh my God, yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. It's great. And it's, and it's again, one of those things I love, you know, about the torn mask Spidey, uh, you know, even though I know a lot of people take issue with how often we see you know, Toby's face in this whole uh, film series. I, I really like knowing that he had to physically do that. Just so like the way I like um, the ceiling spider bit uh, before Thanksgiving. Um, right. There's and something so slob, exciting to me about, no, they really put him up there and he's yeah, doing the pose yeah. and mm-hmm. there he is. Like that Spider-Man to me. Yeah. You have uh, to have yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. great. And this, uh, this moment, the death of the goblin, mm-hmm. um, I was actually, I was surprised when I was, you know, making my way through the amazing Spider-Man run. And I finally got to amazing Spider-Man 122. I was surprised that the moment, of the death of the goblin played almost identically. Yeah. Um, like it was, it was the same thing where he, he tried to sort of like distract Peter with kindness and then had the glider float up with the thing in the, with the, with the huh. sword or whatever out in front of it. And then Peter felt it and ducked out of the way. And then it stabs him in the chest into a wall and he dies. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the same. It was the same deal. The only difference is that Peter already knew that uh, the goblin was Norman at that point. But so that's not what he distracted him with. He distracted him with other stuff. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So it, it basically plays out exactly the same, which I never realized. I thought it was just something that this movie did. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But me too. I but yeah, I mean, we same. we really. Yeah, but like the bridge sequence and the and and the uh, this this hulking ruin thing is is very much, you know, Amazing Spider-Man uh, one twenty one and one twenty two. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but bridge sequence that was the thing where he was holding Gwen Stacy, right? Was that that one? Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. In that, it's it's where Gwen Stacy mm-hmm. died. Um, that's the in famous the Gwen Stacy death. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's what they were adapting. Yeah. Um. Uh, but they obviously they changed it and they made it a choice and 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 no one died. Is is the whole <laughs> yeah, we're so. New York? If you mess with one of us, we mess with all of us thing in the comics. Exactly. Well. Yeah. No, no, oh, that was not, not okay. in there. Yeah, yeah, just like old school triumphant uh, optimism was added too because <laughs> the actual issue is a very sad ending because he doesn't manage to save her. Right. Oh yeah. She died. I mean, it's right. why they call it the death of Gwen Stacy. She dies. Uh, yeah. But so really? this one, it was <gasps> like, well, we'll. Yeah, I know. But they took. They took the basic structure of that, you know, the most iconic confrontation between Spidey and the Goblin at that the fallout of it is the death of the Goblin mm-hmm. later and adapted it to this story that they were telling. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. this this moment, it's a great I mean, it's almost too obvious to point out, but it's very much like, you know, hoisted by your own petard type of uh, your own villainy is what really got the, the better of you in the end. Ah, yeah. Been so, the you know, classic bloodlusty. moment. Yeah. 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 Uh, Well, I think I think what makes it stab by your own glider. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think what makes it, if I may mention this part, I think what makes Mm. it the most sad is that you know at the end, obviously, Norman comes back completely, and I think that he just Mm -hmm. completely um, he has nothing left to sort (laughs) of say. Yeah. And the only thing he can can do is protect his son, 
or in yeah. in a way. I mean, like obviously, I mean it's very confusing because I mean, he doesn't he doesn't want his son. He doesn't want to leave the legacy behind of <laughs> a murderer, the Green Goblin. Yeah. So he just, that's all he can do, really, you know, in his last words. He can just say, don't tell, don't tell him, you know, like, don't tell Harry. And so, but it's pretty crazy and wild because now the burden's on Peter to either, you know, I don't know, he has to either honor, honor Norman, right? Or mm-hmm. not. Ah, oh, it's a huge dilemma. What's well, out the window you know, like, in the what, next well, minute? He, he does it. He, yeah. He, well, because <laughs> well, like, what what can he? He can't. He can't tell. Like, it's a silly. It's a silly thing to ask because it's like, well, no, I'm not going to tell Harry. How he doesn't know I'm Spider Man. Why would I tell Harry? Uh, how would I know Ooh, that you yeah, were the Goblin? Yeah. Like I that doesn't. Think of that. Think yeah. That. But it's a good repetition well, for like you know bringing back the whole "Don't tell Harry" uh, running joke. Yeah. Yeah, running line with with MJ. I guess maybe it's a call to like, um, like there are options Peter could take right now, like uh, alerting the authorities and letting them know where he is, and that they you know find him all in mass. So like Peter could very easily get himself out of this situation and because let yeah. Norman be unmasked yeah, as yeah, a goblin yeah. um, publicly without it, you know, revealing yeah. himself. Right. Yeah. I guess that's true. I feel like yeah. I don't know. But, but the thing is that, but wouldn't but then wouldn't Harry uh, suffered the consequences in some exactly. degree. In what yeah. way, though? Right. Yeah. Because, like, if pe- um, if people, you know, the public would know that Norman Osborn is like you're the son the of the Green Goblin, and mm-hmm. then so you know, what you this... think his reputation would be tarnished? Yeah. Like his future reputation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um. So it's like you know, do something nice for Harry. Uh, it's his dying request. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, well, but and then what's interesting here is, um, I guess I never, I never. I don't know, pulled on this thread before, but Mm. it's interesting that in both this and in Amazing Spider-Man, the someone dies and tells Peter to keep a promise. Guys, I haven't seen Amazing Spider-Man. This one, he keeps it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I have. And then the other one, he's just like, meh. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that film in like, I don't know, when did it come out? 2012? Yeah. 2012, yeah. I haven't seen it since yeah, then. Yeah, so it's been a while. It's been a while. Well, <laughs> this one he keeps at great personal cost to himself, whereas uh-huh. the other one he breaks like at like, great personal gain to yeah. himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I, 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 I do. See, yeah. and we will talk at length about how much stuff we do like in those movies and what is interesting in those movies, but I will always and forever kind of think the worst thing they do is have... Peter Parker say the words, the best promises, the ones you don't keep. Yeah. I, well, that, that's, that's unforgettable. That's what I love about Thanks, Peter. Yeah. Peter, what, you and yeah. your responsibility. Yeah. That's what I love about this Peter is that <laughs> his integrity is through the roof. He's, like, he's the best. Yeah. He's the best guy. And I love that because there are people like that who are generally amazing people. And I think Peter's one of those uh-huh. guys, you know? Yeah. And it's a great thing. And I think yeah. that, like, you know, uh, in stories, you need flaws for characters. And Peter has flaws, obviously. But, sure, but, sure. but the thing is that Peter is deep down just a great guy and he doesn't, you know, his motives are always pure, so to speak. You know? yeah. He has all the mm-hmm. opportunity to, yeah. to, you know, to be like Garfield. Uh, and I'm just saying, Garfield, why shouldn't but, that um, be a cool, a great uh, hero? Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be like yeah. the tortured like cool. hero. Yeah, you know, like his his whole like you know basic ethos is the idea of like how can I do the most good with the advantages I have, instead of how can I, you know, personally profit mm-hmm. from this? Yeah. Uh, I I love that attitude, and I you know 
Because even when it's taken to extremes about like, I was I was talking to somebody the other day about the Raimi movies and um, you know that I was doing this project and they're like, oh yeah, I like those, but I can't really watch them because like Peter has such a tough time, it makes me feel bad. Oh really? And I was like, I was like, yeah, but that's like the point. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I feel like that's the point of Peter Parker as a character. Yeah, because yeah. Peter sees he... it as a responsibility, uh, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. obviously what mo- motivates him to to be Spider Man. Yeah. But you still have to do good even when it's hard exactly. and even when it mm-hmm. doesn't help you. Um, some people just watch movies very differently oh, yeah, than like I some think movies we ju- do. I just want to feel good while I watch a movie, and I get that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I want everyone to make the right choices, and, mm-hmm. I, and I don't want to be frustrated or upset with anyone yeah. mm-hmm. while I'm watching the movie. Uh, and I don't, I don't understand people when they watch movies like that, but uh, whatever. Yeah, I guess. Each I don't know. Each it's like, I get yeah. it. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, I know I, I, I like avoiding that stuff in real life. But, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. I don't um, know why you want to watch a movie where nothing happens. I think yeah. it's like, well, what like artistic medium do you like connect to the most with? And like, for me, it's like when I get into conversations about like music with people, like I'm a very shallow in person who enjoys music i quite like music as anyone does i like dancing to music i like Mm -hmm. listening to it in the car but i i don't have any like deep personal like knowledge of bands or uh you know right trends and those sort of things and like for me i'm very happy to just like yeah i'll just listen to the radio or top 40 or whatever and the song makes me feel good that's fine i i understand that's a shallow way to engage with that uh type of art Mm -hmm. um but I, it, I, I don't mind it so much because it's not one that's super meaningful to me, whereas movies are very, very personally meaningful to me. So I tend to mm-hmm. gravitate in that direction. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I get it if you watch movies that way. That's how I do music. I know it's not the best way to do it by a lot of people's standards. And so mm-hmm. I, I hold this one to a, a closer, more meaningful um, personal standard, even if that doesn't have to be for everybody. That's just totally. me. That's yeah. Why, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. why we do this. Um, so there's that uh, stuff. camera pullback, <laughs> right? As it's dolling mm-hmm. back and there's there's the great um, Sideshow Weta sculpt right there, ready to be made. Yes. And, and, <laughs> and the, the you know, the, the Peter <laughs> Parker, the, the Spider-Man Force theme is playing a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's what I call yeah. it because that's what it really feels like to me. <laughs> you know, the... <laughs> dun, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And then, mm-hmm. but before that, it, there's that the goblin. Theme. There's that goblin uh, mask superimposed in there. What do you think about that? That's what I want to know. Hmm. Let's see. I don't mind it. No, I, I think you guys are I used mean, to it because there's a there's been a lot of those kinds of little uh, oh compositing. Like they go effects. wild with. I, I always think about the um, designing before he designs the costume bit where he's thinking about the car and, yeah, yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. And he just like superimposed these images. So if it's if it's more subtle than that, I'm usually like, yeah, no, pretty good. Uh, well, <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's, but I mean, that's part of that old school Hollywood charm of yeah, this movie. Like yeah. it's, that's what the, that's that montage of like, oh, we're in Las Vegas. Oh, look over there. And <laughs> yeah. Look over there. And you just see like the, signs and stuff yeah, like superimposed yeah. all over the place. Like, yeah. That's that's it's, all it is. It's charming, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's not as ridiculous as previous instances in the movie. So I I kind of just buy it. Yeah. Um, I always I always get in the mood to watch Edward Scissorhands at this point. In the really? Movie. Because the, oh. like the Elfman music when they have yeah. the the mask in there as it like sort of rises up like it it's that sort of sad broken gothic you know like yeah the thing that Elfman mm-hmm. is wont yeah. to do. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's the very elf mini portion of the score here. And I get I know, this scene always makes me want to watch Batman. Uh, it's it's, yeah. it reminds it's dark me of, like, enough. The bell yeah. tower. You mean totally. 89 sequence? Batman? Yeah. Enough. yeah, the 89 okay. Batman. Batman yeah. at 89. Also, Dan- also Danny Elfman. Uh, That's right. It's true. Mm-hmm. Old Danny boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> he has um, I he has uh, knee socks tattooed. That's on true. His legs. Pretty crazy. <laughs> That's just. Oh, you know what I? You know what I think that that mask represents? Hmm. I just re- I just realized. I think it is because when it pops up is when Peter sort of bows his head. And I think he was debating on what to do. Ah. And when he bows his head and sees the god, like the, the, and you have the goblin mask there, I think it's meant to sort of represent like Peter's like the goblin dies here, Norman dies somewhere else. Ah. Oh. That's a really good observation. That's very that's nice. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. that's good. I like that. Yeah. I'm gonna tell people this. Splendid. Pretend that I made it up when mm-hmm. someone asks if ever. <laughs> <laughs> Next time um, I discuss very in depthly totally and then uh and then and then Peter drops off a package at the Osborne uh, estate all right well uh that's all we oh. got uh, <laughs> oh uh but uh yeah no he, he I mean you know he wraps him up in a blanket and uh, well I, where did this blanket come from because is it is it in the Osborne house Definitely. and just... if it is oh yeah does that mean that he like well, no, well, no, 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 like no. a yeah, naked dead body like thing. across yeah. the city? We're talking about canon though, isn't it? Doesn't he ask the butler to bring the blanket? Does and he? the butler goes? No, because oh. the butler cleans his wounds. You guys are going to talk the, about the butler, right? Bit. We will. We'll talk about Houseman a lot. I I assume uh, in the coming yeah. years, but Bernard. Yeah, Bernard Houseman. Uh, it, I I kind of in my brain, it's like okay, Spidey webs him up like a spider or something i don't know carries <laughs> okay. across town okay and and then like he takes the goblin suit off once he arrives there i don't think he was like hauling a naked corpse through new york city probably not no i think i think he definitely left the costume there he wouldn't want oh, any any chance yeah. of somebody yeah. seeing the costume yeah he'd leave it behind um and putting two and two together yeah i knew uh, you two were in this together with yeah right what would he cover him with? Yeah, um, I, webbing. Yeah, webbing. Yeah, I guess. I, sure, I'm like glad that he could have popped over to you know Walmart, maybe just bought <laughs> something. But he's in a Spider-Man <laughs> costume, so I don't know how that works. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's like, oh, you know, it's been a rough. Maybe there was it's a, been a rough night. It's been a rough yeah. night. Here. Just cut to just cut to battle damage Spider-Man yes. like buying a blanket <laughs> yes, exactly. from Walmart. <laughs> Like he's like Thanks. he's got his hand up over half of his face because yeah, yeah. yes. that's where the mask is missing. <laughs> That'd be amazing. And he's like he's That'd like I, I want to buy this blanket. I want to buy this blanket. Please don't look at me. Don't don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> just I just want the blanket. Yeah. You're covered Please. in blood, man. What what is going on here? It's fine. Uh, That'd be amazing. He comes uh, out and then you know then wraps Roman <laughs> with a blanket and they yeah. move on. It was a whole ordeal. It took like the rest of the definitely to get it all sorted out. <laughs> but he succeeded, obviously. He and, made it. He and, it, and the minute stops before Harry shows up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we just have placing him down, I guess, mm-hmm. is the last yeah. beat. Ceremonial. In 110. Ah. I think that's about wow. it, is it not? Big minute. Big minute. Yeah. Big minute. Man, Big minute. Sure. Moment of silence so for, for Norman. Yeah. yeah. Pour one out. Well, I mean, I think, I think there's room, I suppose, for. 
And I mean, I guess it doesn't it doesn't apply as much to this one because he did die in the comics. But there is a, a larger discussion to be had about the uh, propensity for killing villains in superhero movies um, <laughs> yeah. early on. Uh, yeah. Instead of just defeating them, right. they always had to die. Um, uh, yeah, you guys probably know more about this, but is it usual for comic book villains? Obviously, it is. Never mind. Well, who am I? What am I talking about? They they usually do don't die. <laughs> Yeah, they come right. back. A they lot. usually yeah. get away because yeah. they come back. Yeah. Um, or if they do die, they still come back. Either oh, way, they course. come back. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I still assume it was like a big deal for the goblin to die the first time, like when the, sure. when the comics were coming out. You know? I imagine. When did that come so, out, yeah. by the way? The early 70s, early 70s. Like 73, okay. wow. something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Not too long. I, it, I mean, I, it's probably the idea that. They weren't really writing this movie to a franchise mentality yet. Like, it's not... Right. There was no MCU, like, uh, example of, yeah, we can just make a big old comic book universe here. It was like, oh, let's make the best Spider-Man movie we can, and if it does well, we'll greenlight a sequel. Yeah. No, but but when you look at, like, you know, the the Burton Batman movies... um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, like all, every, they all die they too. Do. Like they, yeah. they each die. They're literally like around for. I mean, technically speaking, if you're looking at the movies themselves, uh, the Penguin was a more was a bigger villain for <laughs> Batman than the Joker was That's because right. the Joker was only the Joker for like a week, oh, for like yeah. a week, and then he dies. Yeah, yeah, and then he dies. Oh, that's so true. Um, <laughs> Whereas like the penguin had like a whole a whole yeah. campaign it, to be mayor. It is a little weird to think that like prior to this film and X-Men, like the quote unquote like most successful comic book adaptation in terms of like, yeah, they really nailed it was a Batman movie where they killed the Joker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's wild. It is. Uh, it is. But I have to say that I feel like um it's good that they didn't have uh, the restriction of, you know, thinking we should do a sequel. So we should, um, you know, we should uh, not focus on telling our our story for the first film or just the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like uh, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like uh, lately for the for the MCU films, I feel like um, it could have do them did them a little bit better if they just focused on telling the story and um, did what they had to do with the characters to um, but not, you know, not go the Batman route, like the 89 Batman right. route, but it'll just, just give it more, uh, more of a, you know, what it has to have, uh, narratively speaking and emotionally for that mm-hmm. movie to become like yeah. a movie instead of, um, having to having, bridge it, yeah, having to it. leave it open or meticulously plan an arc or something like that where, sure, where yeah. each individual film doesn't, you know, it, it, um, what's that word? It, uh. Not sacrificed, serialized, like where it's like a TV yeah, show. where it's where it's um, suffering from the fact that yeah, they have to keep certain characters alive or sure. can't have any yeah. kind I, of um, yeah big problems in the I, film. I buy that as like an overall trend. I do think that they have gotten better on in, on some individual films of letting things be a little bit more standalone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I totally do get that. Like mm-hmm. it is sometimes a lot more satisfying to like just like watch a movie that is just that movie mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm you know, does everything in its power to focus on the drama and uh, stakes inherent in just that movie. And yeah, it would be great if I saw those characters again, but make sure that that movie works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Totally. Sure. 
which is what this feels like. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. No, and I and I and I do. I miss this this style of storytelling in yeah. in, in superhero cinema because I I miss the idea of just you know let's make a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then let's make a sequel. And and I think I honestly think um and. Don't get me wrong. I think Spider-Man Two is like a perfect movie, but <laughs> right. uh, but the, you know it does have that sort of. I, I would I would argue that Spider-Man Two launched a storytelling device that kind of birthed the MCU and this new kind of storytelling, which yeah. is they basically made a post-credit scene where you know. Harry finds the goblin layer. That's in the yeah. second one. Um, yeah. Yeah. The that's in the second one. one. Yeah. <sighs> um, and it's basically structured like a post credit scene, even though it's not a post credit scene, but right. it's, yeah. it's sort of that same concept yeah, of, Oh, look one. at this tease. Yeah. For later. <laughs> no, no, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And I don't see, I don't, uh, I'm not against that sort of stuff happening, but I am, but I, mm-hmm. you know, like, but they still made Spider-Man 2 a wonderfully, like, complete film, you know. Until, right. right, yeah. It wasn't, Even like, leading it, up to that moment. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, right. like, um, unfinished, yeah. like, at the end, you know. You right. felt like it was done. That's the, I, I think that's what I, that's why I think Spider-Man 2 is sort of, like, the perfect balance. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it, it does... It does allow for, and there's a little bit here. I mean, as we'll we'll talk about next week with our next guest, but like, there is there are some like sort of you know dramatic threads that are left open mm-hmm. at the end of this, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in so much as they're like a tease for the next one. Well, that's what I yeah. wholeheartedly uh, support. You know, in the movies like like yeah, this, right? So it's not like Batman, right? You know. I, where, I honestly right. think where Batman can yeah. it's suicide at the end or something. You know what I mean? Like, and it, it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's totally over. Yeah. yeah, I I honestly think that like this sort of not that it's tension, but like unawareness of uh, maybe fatigue with this type of open ended teasing. The next thing is one of the reasons that like Logan did so well this year. I think uh-huh. is that, that was it, a great film. it's one of the few like big budget um, superhero movies of the last couple of years that very clearly is walled off in its own zone. Oh yeah, and has a totally complete ending. Man, I could and doesn't yeah, I could like waver away from it. Totally talk a lot about Logan and what I loved about that because I loved how um, like they yeah like you said they kept it on its own and also it's mm-hmm. it's just it's been so much of Hugh Jackman Wolverine that it's great that they have a. You know, uh, a very bittersweet and conclusion to send that. off. Yeah, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's good. Different types of movies, different types of stuff. Yeah, uh, I do. But yeah, I do. I do miss this style of uh, superhero films. I wish. I agree. Well, sir. I wish we could get back to it, but it's just not. It's not in fashion right yeah. now, and the yeah. studios don't want it. They all want shared universes because they think that that's. And I also think the um, thing that people want. Part of why it worked so well back then is that. These types of films were more uh, infrequent, so I think that there was something mm-hmm. more to look forward to in a way. You know what I mean? Like it's sort of like there right. was more news, let's say, about when Spider Man came out. I was like, oh man, everyone's looking forward to just Spider Man. Yeah. Whereas, like yeah. you know, right. there is a lot of saturation now, and you know, we've all seen um, so many superhero movies. We've seen everything happen. We've seen everything. Whereas I feel like we've, back then right. it I've was still everything. novel and it was still something <laughs> very I've, interesting. I've <laughs> and so I think that sort of helped movies like Spider Man, Spider Man Two. Yes really work and mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. just it's a project you know they made one project yeah and it's very different than making yeah. just like oh we have like these 10 things yeah we have till like thursday to finish it <laughs> <laughs> i i feel like i feel 
I'm I'm easier to let it go uh, when I think of the MCU, which I think is the only one that's kind of making it. Oh, work that's, they started. Like, it, they're making it work. Yeah, I, I I tend to to feel okay about it if I think of it more like a long form, very expensive television series that oh, like that makes sense. Yeah. I I go out and see a couple episodes of every month or two. You know, okay. Game of Thrones. Okay. Right. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But yeah. but it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't feel like this. It it doesn't. I don't. I don't get these like oh that movie that Back to the Future movie you know that you right know that. it doesn't it doesn't feel as important mm-hmm. yeah it's like uh, that it Indiana feels... Jones movie you know Raiders of the Lost yeah like, they just know. they feel a little more disposable yeah 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 well that's what makes obviously a um, film a film is that it does so much within that you know hour that, and a half within two that hours that time slot yeah right and that's mm-hmm. sort of the job mm-hmm. of right. any film I think that's the just... that's the art of like when you're making mm-hmm. a theatrical that's the limitation picture. really yeah. in in film is that you have that. A lot of time and it's like you have to make now you have to tell a whole story from start to finish yes, and you right. have to have whatever impact you're going for in you have to one, execute it within in that those one two yeah. hours yeah which changes of course mm-hmm. like you said like in a tv series it's just a different medium you know and it's a different way of storytelling right. but film is something very specific where you really have to you have to nail that you know yeah that within that two hours or whatever yeah right and i think for for any like stumbles that this film has had along the way i think it really does nail that feeling of telling a total mm-hmm. story and that chunk mm-hmm. of time. Exactly. <sighs> Absolutely. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Stan, you're back. So, I'm uh, back. What do you think of the movie? I think it's a great film and I got a lot of money out of it. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. You're welcome. Uh, so, so uh, guys, tell people about uh, where they can find you on the internet. Sure. So we're The Matrix Minute. Uh, you can find us probably the easiest place is our website, uh, thematrixminute.one. Why is it one? Uh, because of Neo. He's the one. And oh, uh, you can also cool. find us on Twitter, just The Matrix Minute, and Facebook, The Matrix Minute. And of course, we're on iTunes. So if you want to check out the show, that'd be great. And we talk about The Matrix every all the time. time. Well, it's just always every what yeah, was it? Monday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Wednesday and so Friday. it's not like every day. So if you know, mm-hmm. if you're not a hardcore podcaster, yeah, you can always catch up. And our co-host Tim hates it when we mm-hmm. self-promote. But yeah, but self-promotion. He's not here. The gig. Yeah, no, he's not. <laughs> Take that, Tim. Yeah, uh, beautiful guys. That's wonderful. Thank you guys for having us. <laughs> Thank really you. It was it. really great. It was being awesome. able Absolutely. to talk about Spider-Man. Spider-Man's the best. Friendly <sighs> neighborhood, raw crawling Spider-Man. He is the best. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, you can, uh, we, we will be back on Monday, but in the meantime, you can catch Zach and I on the Weekend Bugle, our Patreon exclusive podcast, Ooh. where we talk about all things Spider Man that aren't the movies. Oh. Talk about the PlayStation uh, game? So we talk about, yeah, we're we, gonna. We, we've talked about, we, we we're going to talk about the PlayStation Sweet. game yeah. at one point. Um, we talk about video games, comics, cartoons, all that stuff. Uh, so make sure that, uh, you know, if that sounds like something you're interested in, go check that out. This will be our last weekend bugle uh, that isn't uh, that is before the hiatus. Oh, yeah. um, will be this weekend, and then um, once we go on hiatus, we'll be doing a weekend bugle every week instead of every other week. Uh, so um, that'll be that'll be the only way you get to hear me and Zach talk about Spider Man until next year. Um, Whoa! And that's. Uh, it's just that's just uh, five dollars five dollars a month. Oh yeah, um, is all we ask yeah. uh, for that Good stuff. <laughs> and you get you won't just get our stuff, uh, but you also get like everything else that we put out on the Dueling Genre Patreon, um, all for five dollars a month. So. I think we post like it's a good deal, three or four honestly. things a week, something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Doctor Who stuff you get. 
Back to the Future stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's so much stuff. There's so much stuff. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a backlog of like over a hundred podcasts on our Patreon. So go get that, people. Um, Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so go go check that out. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep all of this running smoothly. Paying for Spider Man stuff that we can talk about on the weekend bugle. Um, <laughs> all all of that, and uh, we will be back on Monday with minute one eleven. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye.